Welcome to episode two of Women's Mass Debate with Sarah and Leanne. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing women's circles, and we have the incredible Phoenix Nagig as our guest. Let's get stuck in. So, Leanne, can you tell me what a women's circle is? Of course. So, essentially, a women's circle is a gathering of around four to 12 women. Um, the women are of all ages, come from all walks of life, and usually we meet around a full moon or a new moon. And why that? Why the new moon and the full moon? What's the significance? Well, it just helps us to reconnect to nature, remember our kind of cycles and that we're part of nature because obviously the menstrual cycle and the lunar um, cycles are around about the same time, sort of 28 days. Well, the average menstrual cycle is around 28 days. And, and how did you get into women's circles? So I was... Um, let me think. I think the first one, yeah, it was around about 22, living in London. Um, yeah, there was a, a group of women that used to meet and just happened to get chatting. I think it was a, a toddler group or something, and we got chatting to one of the women about circles and just sounded amazing what she was saying, kind of having that space. And it was at the time I'd only just had a baby and was kind of all over the place and not really knowing what I'm doing or where I'm going and didn't really have many friends in the area. I lived in Hackney at the time, which now is like gentrified and everybody wants to live there. But at the time, no one ever wanted to come and visit <coughs> and come see me. So I did a lot of my friends that I'd had from school and university, I didn't really get to see much. And plus the fact that I was a young mum and most of my friends were off starting their careers or traveling or doing stuff like that. So it became a massive support for me um, and there was women, lots of women there that had been through motherhood and, you know, just had lots of advice to give me and really, yeah, really helped me through quite a kind of stressful time, lots of stressful times. And then after leaving London, I moved to Newbury and didn't really have a circle, didn't really, didn't even think about setting up one myself I didn't really have the confidence to do that and then I got chatting to some women at ballet of all places and um yeah they they were thinking about starting up a circle it was very different than any of the others I've I've been to but it was kind of very spiritual based a lot of deep meditation and a lot of healing and that took me on lots and lots of adventures that I won't go into now, but all kinds of amazing stuff happened within that circle. And yeah, it was a very, very special time. And then moving to Devon, I thought, right, I'll start off my own. And that has been obviously the one you've come to. And yeah. My first and only experience of women's circles. Yeah. And you were a little bit sceptical when I first asked yeah well you asked me a few times and I just kind of I was I guess unsure about whether it would be for me because it all sounded very kind of um I don't know yeah I am am watching my words (laughs) I'm not going to say anything that's going to upset our listeners um I just thought it would be maybe a bit too alternative for me and I didn't know what to expect and I anyway eventually I thought it would be rude to keep saying no so I thought I'll just go to one and then I'll make up my excuses um, 
and although I was quite nervous because it's actually a very vulnerable thing to to sit there and and yeah. say things and speak openly and speak openly a, without a, a, and, and even, a bunch of strangers people that you've never yeah, met yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but after a few goes I did kind of get into it a bit more because the other thing is that happened to me is like when it was my turn to for instance to speak like before it was my turn I'd be thinking right what am I going to say what am I going to say what am I going to say whereas now you know 18 months on it, it, it just you just know what to say you just it flows yeah um, so we should probably yeah say that you know women's circle is basically what happens is yeah explain to our listeners we meet up um at the moment we're meeting up round a fire we're very, I'm very lucky that I have got a space outside that we can sit round a fire outdoors but usually it is kind of held indoors and everybody grabs a cup of tea and has a little natter little catch up and then we sit in a circle and um i or somebody will light some uh a smudging stick or a weakening sticks so smudging is the native american term which we're trying to move away from as it's cultural appropriation so weakening is the british term for basically lighting some dried herbs usually sort of sage lavender rose mugwort something like that and wafting it around the body <clears throat> and it yeah cleanses the energy of the body and and also you know any bacteria and things that are around it's always it's very cleansing it's very Purif- nice purifying. it's very relaxing and the smells really nice yeah and it just helps you feel like you've arrived kind of brings you it's a, the, kind of the beginning of the ritual it helps you to leave the past and step into being here and being now being present so yeah after that we might do some breathing to open up or hand holding but at the moment we're not doing any of that because of the corona and then somebody will start someone will be given a talking stick usually again we have a talking stick that gets passed around and whoever's holding the, the talking stick is the person that is talking and has all the focus on them and we're not to interrupt them, we're not to, you know, there's no giving advice, anything like that. No, and that's quite hard when, when people are saying things and you know that you can maybe say something to help them. Yeah. But you have to just yeah. not, not, say, not, not say anything. Really any kind of emotion to be had on your face at all, that's, that's often the tricky thing as well. Because yeah. you're, you're there to just witness um, the person that's talking, just to be the observer and it's their opportunity to be able to say whatever it is that they want to say with knowing that it's completely confidential, knowing that there's no judgment. And that's often difficult if you've got people interacting with you because you can see how they're judging you based on whether they're smiling or they're frowning or yeah. putting a funny face, you know, when you, when people say stuff and it, and it is really tricky, but it's, it's kind of essential it's what it make it's what makes it different than just sitting around with your friends and having a chat yeah i mean i found it quite hard because the way i talk often is it sounds like i'm telling a joke and i don't mean it to sound like that i i might be saying quite serious things but the way i talk it, it might be perceived that i want to laugh and uh, and then when people do laugh it kind of puts me off about what i'm going to say mm-hmm. um yeah, I don't like it at all. But it is also hard not to react when people are crying. So, yeah, you know, you want to kind of put the right facial expressions in or yeah. comfort people. And uh, obviously it's 
that's not really yeah. what should be happening. Yeah, it is really hard not to, and it does happen, and it's kind of, you know, one of the the kind of rules, if not for a better word, that I feel needs to be reset each time that the group meets. But it's, yeah, it's it's often tricky to not react but it it does happen it just does happen yeah and have you have you come across any kind of fallings out or um yeah people getting upset because yeah people massively trigger each other you can't i don't think you can you know you have to bear in mind that these are people that you wouldn't necessarily spend time with and so people come and they everybody comes with their stuff and they're going to say things that maybe you might not agree with. They're going to have a completely different outlook on life. And that, yeah, can massively roll you up, especially if you're in an emotional state yourself and somebody's saying something that's, yeah, just gets on your nerves. And But that's, it's all about, that's where you're learning about yourself in that situation. And you have to look at yourself and work out, well, what is it about, you know, that? them that's triggering that in me and why does that trigger me why does it bother me so much so it's about looking within rather than thinking it's about them or judging them but yeah it does happen women I've known women to yeah although the rules are not to bring it up bring up things after the group I have known women to attack each other not oh my, not not, oh not physically God. not like you know hand, handbags at dawn or anything but yeah there has been there have been a few disagreements and people have left the group and yeah it's a vulnerable space and people don't often feel is it, oh, the other thing that comes up is that if people aren't feeling a part of the group because um you know you've got the group that meets but then obviously over time people sort of become support to each other it's, it's part of the the benefit of a women's circle is that we become a little community and when you've got, say, like 12 women, it's difficult for everybody to give each other the attention. Some people need more attention than others. Or, you know, if you're feeling particularly vulnerable and somebody hasn't got in contact with you or reacted to, you know, a message or something, it's it's really easy to to feel that you're not really a valued member of the group. But again, that it is kind of your own stuff. It's your own. You need to look look within and not bring it. So you can voice it, voice that opinion, but know that it's ideally, you know, really, it's a, it's about you and not everybody else. So how did you kind of get the women into the group? So because obviously you said there wouldn't be, they wouldn't necessarily all be your friends, but were they all your friends, or were they just people that you met and you thought, oh, yeah, so I think mixture, they could really do with it. Yeah, a mixture of because of because of the work that I do. Um, I meet a as lot a complimentary therapist, just yes. in case you didn't listen to episode one. <laughs> and life coach and event organizer. Um, so yeah, sorry, Leanne, did yeah. not get that in there. <laughs> <laughs> and lots of other amazing stuff I won't go yeah. into right now. Yeah, um, yeah. I meet lots of women, and yeah. So there's lots. There's, so the group has changed over. I mean, it's been running. I don't know the one here. Maybe three years something like that something like that must be i don't know it, the group has slightly changed and people have come people have gone and yeah it kind of started off with mainly friends and then work a couple of work colleagues and a couple of clients and then yeah there's been just people kind of come and go 
and yeah, yeah, yeah. you just get a feel. We, you know, it's, it's something that I'm really passionate about. So I talk to lots of women about it and do encourage people to start their own because it's it's really easy to yeah start it up. But it, obviously, it's it's good if you've had some experience of attending yeah. one before you start one. But really, as a as a circle, it's not really. I'm not there to lead as such. I'm kind of there to. It's more facilitating, and I'm there because I still share my own stuff. It's you know, I'm not there. Oh to yeah, just, no, completely. But you do. But I you do, do build a great fire. I build a great fire. Thanks. Yeah. Um, and the other thing that she's really good at. This is completely nothing to do with wellbeing circles, but she's really amazing at Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> Like, unbelievable. They come up perfect every time. Disney Yorkshire puddings. Anyway, Sarah, let's get back to what we were discussing. Um, So, yeah, leading slash facilitating. So it's not that you're leading a circle. It's that you're there to... If you start up a circle, what you do need to be aware of is making sure that the rules slash boundaries are kept um, in place. And, And you have to pull people up if they're not doing it. So if people start talking over each other... And it can happen, even when you have a talking stick, there can be, you know, something, there might be a break. Like, for example, yesterday, when we had um, a circle, the dog started barking and then, you know, kind of the, the circle kind of broke up a little bit and then people were moving because they were getting cold, so they started being by the fire. And it's very easy that suddenly you kind of come out of the space and it's my job then to be like, right, come on, everyone, back, you know, sit back down. It's, you know, so-and-so's turn to talk now and get them back on it. So although you're not there as a leader, you don't kind of, that's the whole the whole point of the circle is that there's not a hierarchy, that, that we're all there as equals. You kind of do need somebody there to facilitate rather than so to be leading. So do you think that some people get confused then, that they think there is a bit of a hierarchy or that they think there's an inner circle and you get that yeah. almost that playground yeah i mean you'd hope not the idea obviously you'd hope that if people are coming to sit circle and they're aware of the fact that they need to completely take responsibility for their own shit for not a better word but you then you'd hope that there wouldn't be that that they're not comparing or thinking so and so is a better friend with so and so but it it does happen and you, you can't really do much about that i think some people do feel sometimes left out and there are always going to be some people that know each other better yeah, at Circle actually. than others um, and will meet up out of Circle. And, yeah, it can be a bit tricky, but I think that you have to kind of compartmentalise friendship and Circle. It's two completely different things. Just There's the support and the community of the Circle and then there's the people that you're friends with. And it could be a great opportunity to meet someone who's like-minded, though. Yeah, like-minded or a great opportunity to be around people that you wouldn't necessarily be around because it's, yeah. you know, to grow as a person, you need to mix it up a bit. And if you're always surrounding yourself with the same people, with the same ideas and the same thoughts, then you're not going to ever be challenged. You're not going to grow. No. So it can be really interesting, um, you know, and having and and seeing when you are triggered, seeing it as an, as a, an opportunity to learn more about yourself rather than trying to think that it's all it's about other people. So yeah, so then going back to what we do, so we've got we've done the first round basically, which is passing the talking stick around or not at the moment, talking about our emotions and feelings and whatever's coming up for us. And then the second round, we have the opportunity to ask for advice, uh, and that is invaluable because at that point you've got again, say twelve women from all walks of life, different ideas about what you know how they deal with things. Again, not people that you would necessarily friends with so they're not people that you'd 
able to sit there over a cuppa and ask advice from and you get given all kinds of ideas about things and that bit I love I really love it I mean I love talking about my stuff but if, if there's something that I really need some help on it's quite interesting all the different things that people come up with yeah and often that's kind of not so um, it's not like one person talks and then the next person talks that's more kind of like an open thing isn't yeah. it like who's who who needs advice yeah and then you can just kind of um, chip in if you if you want that and it's it's shorter usually isn't it than yeah. the first round yeah and then after that, depending on how much time we've got, so the circle normally lasts around about two hours. If we've got time, then we tend to do um, some dancing or some singing or chanting, drumming, um, some meditation. We've had people lead breathing exercises. You've done yoga before with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've done chanting. But you've and you've done chanting. Yeah, yeah, you've done chanting. We've done crafting. We've done like making bath salts and oh, that was good. lots of different things yeah I finished yeah. off the last of my bath salts the other day Did you? and yeah. then we, we soaked our feet oh yeah we had foot bath before foot bath. We? oh it was so nice apart from the water was too hot for me but oh. <laughs> it was really nice and we have like oracle card readings and yeah all kinds of sound healing and all different things so yeah it's great and then then we close up clo- circle closes usually we do three oms and again, when we're allowed to hold hands, we hold hands and then do some breathing or something. And then ideally kind of 10 minutes, again, just to have a little natter and everybody says goodbye. Sometimes I have to beat you all out quite quickly. Like last night when I had... I had all the teenagers. teenagers. That was yeah. a, last night was a bit surreal for me because there was like, did you turn up when there's banging house music? I think I turned it off by the time you arrived. I think I was a bit late because I yeah. hadn't realised what the time was. So I had I like... 10 teenagers running around listening to banging house music then people arriving lighting a fire all being doing their kind of sacred work and then back to like <laughs> banging house music again anyway it's all fun keeps me on my toes um so yeah so that so yeah so do you want to talk a bit the most important things sorry. about sorry about um the circles is again getting your boundaries clear and every every group does things slightly differently some people have timed limits on each person talking. Um, some people have, you know, like they'll do a gratitude round or they'll do a... Um, That's a good idea. Yeah, gratitude like round is good. I um, like that. Some people do like a um, a pledge to for self-care or a pledge for a care for the community. There's lots of different things that you can do, but it's, you know, personal choice. Ours, our, we've kind of kept ours quite simple like our main things are you know everything's confidential that you're not there to judge um no advice no talking when others are talking and no talking about what anybody brings up in the circle don't talk don't mention it after the circle and that's kind of it really we don't really have anything else that we we stick to but yeah and then i think be worth mentioning sort of the benefits maybe yeah that was my question that i was trying was to there? butt in i was trying to okay. butt in about what what you think the main kind of benefits are for women's well-being yeah well for me personally it's been about community and that's why i really wanted to start it up in the first place was i was new, new to the area and wanted to be around more women um so the community is really important and just and also obviously having a space where you can share whatever is coming up for you in a safe space um knowing that it's not going to 
you know, it's confidential and it's not going to go out to anybody else. How did you get the confidence to do that then? Because you mentioned before that you didn't necessarily feel confident enough to kind of put yourself out there and, and start it up. And obviously three years ago you thought right okay I'm going to go for it so yeah how, I think it was because I think for some women they'd really love to start something like that up but they would be a bit maybe a bit worried about it yeah I mean I have had you know experience of sitting circles but also teaching women um and running and, and I'd already already started running the goddess retreat at that point well and I guess you had then met lots of women you yeah. knew who would who would be interested I had a few there's a few women through the goddess there's yeah, at least two women through the goddess retreat that come to the circle. Yeah. Yeah, so... So where are people going to find these women's circles? Um, well, online, or start up their own. So the, online, as in, you know, things like Meetup and websites like that that have women's circles on it, but also women do run online women's circles... Um, and we'll be talking to Phoenix later, and she'll yeah. she'll be talking a bit because she I know that she runs women's circles or did used to run women's yeah, circles. Yeah, she doesn't run them anymore. Does no, she? Um, but then also obviously starting up your own as well. So yeah, yeah. there is a a few a few ways. Excellent. Yeah, and so the other benefits that I think are really important is it gives women the time to rest. You know, it's that. Um, space every month that you know that you can come and just be yourself and just stop and allow yourself to honour your feelings and also to take stock of where you are at in your life and evaluate your life because each month you come you know you, you talk about where you're at and then the next month you're doing the same so you're kind of seeing if things have progressed or if you're just talking over the same stuff then you're not really learning and I think most women though do, do notice that things start changing and make you know massive changes in their life due to the fact that they are kind of tuning in and looking at where they're at and they're making those changes when they leave yeah and the other thing about it though is it, it doesn't feel like a demand going no. at all like it's basically like having a hot bath or yeah lying in the sun it's, it's like something it? you really want to do yeah it's, it doesn't feel like you know oh, i've got a i've got i've got to go there or something yeah. like that it's really lovely yeah well i think the fact that we don't have enough time to express ourselves or to be around people that really will properly listen to us and make us feel, you know, that we're special almost. It's like kind of, you know, and it allows you to reconnect on a deeper level with yourself and with pe and with other women. You build a community of women and that's so important. I think a lot of women feel lonely nowadays and don't really feel that they're kind of connecting on a deep enough level. There's a lot of kind of surface stuff again going back to toddler groups I remember just almost wanting to pull my hair out about talking about washing powders and oh. things you know just like I just can't be doing with it I want yeah. to get you know, I want to know those things about people what makes them laugh what makes them cry yeah, you yeah, know that's yeah. when you really connect with with people and there's often especially when you do have children or you know the only people you meet is like at the pub or at work you don't yeah. get to really go deep into no. into well, that especially not the toddler groups no and then I think the other things you, uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I, I, go, I just feel so relaxed after. It's like I have dumped, you know, got weight off my shoulders. So I've, I've kind of lifted something. I sleep so well afterwards. I mean, it's probably the fire and being outside as well. Yeah. But I really sleep so yeah. well. 
it's all about for you. Any any other benefits you've noticed from attending? Well, circle? it's taught me patience. Yes. Yeah. I am very hyperactive, so I've got to sit there and just, you know, just sit there. Um, so it's taught me patience. I've made some friends, and the and the interesting thing about the group of women is, although not all of them necessarily are, are your friends, they are all spiritual on some level, and that's really nice to have one big group of people who are into the same things. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've got lots of friends who I've known for a long time, but they they think that all of that kind of thing, like yoga and all of these things, are just it's all a bit, you know, woohoo, woohoo, yeah. Um, so that's really great. Yeah. Leanne, have you ever been to a mixed circle, like men and women? No, I haven't. Although I have been thinking about starting one just for the sake of the fact that it would be interesting to hear women's and men's take on different things mainly because of i've been dating lots well now i've got a boyfriend but a lovely boyfriend a lovely boyfriend but before that i was doing lots and lots of dating and um and speaking really kind of openly uh and honestly about certain certain things with lots of different men and it's really kind of opened my eyes to how they think about things i thought it'd be really interesting to have a space as a mixed circle and listen to each other but also that would never take away from women meeting just as women I think that there's not enough opportunity for women to be with women when you do meet women it kind of there is a it's an interesting thing like when you are women and men there can be kind of like a little bit of competition some you know with this it's kind of like a natural thing sometimes I think that um yeah kind of an, an instinctual thing I don't know what it is but that it's just really important I find that for women to meet just as women and to share their wisdom and experiences because we we've all have some kind of collective energy or I don't know feelings isn't it and things that we all we all go through we all kind of know you know whether it's like sexual harassment or having babies or falling in love or being a wife or being single or whatever it is we kind of see it in the same way as each other so we have a bit of a deeper understanding so yeah but obviously uh women's circles would also be open to people who identify as women yeah absolutely yeah and non-binary people yeah yeah i think yeah as soon as you have that view you see that's how you get treated as a woman in the world if you're treated like a woman in the world then you're going to have the same experiences yeah yeah so i'm very excited to welcome phoenix mcgig from goddess rocks phoenix is a channeler she offers clients and audiences her channel knowledge and guidance from the goddess she's been attending women's circles for the last 10 years and she used to hold women's circles. Hi, Phoenix. Hi, Leanne. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me on. It's good to be here. Hi. How are Hi. you? Amazing. Good. Uh, I love the name of your show. It made me laugh so much. And yeah, cheers. <laughs> <laughs> so can you tell us a bit about your experiences of women's circles? Yeah, let's just jump right in. Um, so I think when I arrived at my first women's circle, it was just by accident. Um, I was working as, I've got some work as a um, clinical teaching associate 
which meant it was a project at the University of Oxford where a group of women were teaching uh, doctors and medical students how to approach um, women from the heart, essentially, from a non-medical biological place, when they were coming in for their gynecological examinations. Um, mm -hmm. So I didn't even know really what was going to happen, but I started entering the world of sisterhood. I realised meeting these amazing women that I worked with for two years, that we all, even though we were so different, different skin colours, different ages, different backgrounds, we all were sharing the same kind of story and it was related to our experiences sexually, our experiences in the body with our womb cycles, mm -hmm. with pregnancy, with birth, um, breastfeeding. There was a very um, embodied experience we all shared and everyone told a different sort of fractal of the story, but the same story. And I was hooked. Yes, absolutely hooked. Wow. Wow, what an introduction to women's circles. Oh, yeah, it was amazing. And um, I actually had a bit of a moment when I saw my first yoni in a 100-watt light bulb, under a 100-watt light bulb. And I think before that moment, I'd always seen the yoni, which for some of your listeners, that's the vagina. Mm -hmm. um, as a sort of or vulva. Or vulva. As a sort of biology, as something kind of a bit gross, I suppose. Yeah. And then in that moment, I saw her. I saw the beauty and the softness and the tenderness and the power that lay between a woman's thighs and I had no idea until that moment. Um, so, where, so I mean I haven't seen any vulvas at my women's circles so oh. where, <laughs> but no this is interesting so where did you where so what how did that come about just well I was sorry so I was working at the University of Oxford so it was a project yeah. to in the hospitals to we were learning how to teach junior doctors and medical students how to examine women gynecologically for their smear tests um, without the cold, harsh exterior of the scientific mind and more from the relational heart, essentially. So in wow. that experience, sorry, it was probably not very clear. In that experience, I saw yonis and got yeah. to know my own yoni for the first time. Yeah, in women's circles, you're probably not going to look at each other's vagina. Um, but wouldn't <laughs> well, it be I fun? Millions of you sitting lying there naked looking at each other in the women's circle. <laughs> it's a bit different than down here in Devon. Yeah, no, it wasn't like that. But what, what happened was just sisterhood happened for me. I was like, oh, you know, there's something here. Yeah, and you've because you've also sat circles with your whole family, like all the women in your family. That must be pretty amazing. Yeah, we've all done different work. Yeah, at different times, but we're yes, sometimes coming together. Say me and my sister in one, or my sister and sister in another one, and yeah, my mum and me doing something together, and yeah, so we're all on. And our does path. that when you're sitting with somebody that you're that close to, does do you still share in the same way? Do you still feel that you can be totally open? Well, yeah, so let's talk about, yeah, so my next entrance into women's circles was entering them as a participant, as mm. in a sort of spiritual sense, I suppose, um, 
they're all over the place, anyone can join one. And I remember being just terrified, just like, oh my God, I think that was 13 years ago, like, what is that? What is this? I don't, I don't think I like women, actually. I'm not sure I want to sit here. What is this? So, you know, going through those layers and fears of feeling unsafe with my own gender. Yeah. So how tragic is that? And mm. then, um, and then again, that same thing happening of realizing there was this common heart, this shared story that we generally keep very secret. This sort of private story of our bodies and our hearts. Um, that started to heal me. The more I told mine and heard and witnessed and um, I was privileged to be sharing with these other women their stories, something began to happen to me, which was a sort of sense of coming home. I started to feel like I was coming home to myself. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Um, yeah, my, my family have been doing their thing as well. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty lucky. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Amazing, amazing work. Yeah. And then you, how did you then get into holding them yourself then? Yeah, just a process of being asked to assist in them and helping out. Um, so both helping out with the practicalities of organising them and by some teachers and, and then helping with the emotional, psychological side and dance side the meditation side the holistic side and then um yeah starting my own and just loving it just loving what it creates what it can yeah. create what this this sort of tribal temple of power that you can sort of access and then go back to your normal world your day job or whatever and and feel really replenished with a full cup you know feel, yeah but you've got a lot to give to the world by being with a group of um, women. Yeah. yeah. And so when, when you're holding them, what kind of what, what have you learned? What's the most important things if you could give tips? If there's anybody that wanted to start up a women's circle, is there any oh, yeah. tips you'd give them? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you've got to, well, it's a journey. <laughs> You've got to know your own shadow. You've got to have done a bit of work on yourself to know your own relationship to yourself and, yeah. and women and men and know how you might act something out or play something out um, because you've got to hold a really loving space for people to feel safe. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that would be the first thing. I would say don't just jump in. Like, <laughs> do some work on yourself first. Um mm. And expect things to come up when you do start your own. Um, be as creative as you can. Listen to your own guidance as to what you want to create. Trust what wants to come through you, specifically you. What gift do you have to bring these women? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that stuff will come up as you step into leadership. Um, because generally, my sense is we have had leadership roles in terms of since the suffragettes, we've started to find power with feminism um, and find our you know, educational paths and our career paths and places in the world and find dignity that way. But to hold these kind of spaces, it's not feminism, it's feminine. Yeah. And it requires presence, <laughs> your own yeah. deep 
caring presence and authenticity and um so a lot yeah, comes so important. out of that yeah it's not like going and becoming a school teacher and powering up like that you know we need that but this is another level of mm. being a woman or a gender with a womb you know to 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 really stand in love and uh, truth as much as you can not all the time and not enlightened obviously um <laughs> but yeah as much as as much as you can um, just to let you know that we're in the middle of a storm at the moment, so if you hear lots of loud noises, that's uh, the thunder and lightning's coming in. And Sarah's sitting here with a burning question for you, so I'm going to jump in. Yeah, so I just want to know, do you ever participate or run, or have you in the past, because I know you don't run um, circles anymore, um, online yes. women circles? Yes, I've done that as well, quite a lot. Um, and how was that? That's... There's obviously the, well, we call it the sacred technology. So you've got to love the technology that we've got that can bring us together. Because some women are living in places where they might be the only one woman in their town, in their village, you know, who's on this path. And mm -hmm. it's very isolating and you really can't do it by yourself. Um, so in a way, it's amazing because we can gather around the globe and come together. Um, but there's always that sense of distance, of course, because of the technology, not being able to feel and hold and, and, and really connect with one another in the physical mm. um, body. Because so much of what heals for, for women is, is being in the body together, which they haven't, even with their own mothers normally, our own mothers, you know, our aunties, our grandmothers, we haven't had that kind of cherishing and care and, and attention in the way that um, you can get in a women's circle. Yeah. Um, and But it doesn't negate doing it online. I think it's fantastic. No. Because... And it's been great during lockdown to yeah, have amazing. that, still have that connection on some level. And actually, for, for me, I found that it was quite useful um, or quite powerful for the fact that there was, there's because there is less interaction. Yeah you can kind of and you can't you don't you, don't, you know you're basically just talking to yourself it feels like in some ways although you know that yeah. you are being witnessed and it's being shared there's a lot less it's very easy when you're in a circle to for, to to react to what the person's saying yes. and really part of circle is just to hold the space and not to be reacting yes and so i found that that was quite useful on on zoom where you zoom but to yeah, kind of yeah. just go around and just speak just speak openly from the heart without really knowing how other people are reacting because you can't help but change the what you're saying sometimes yeah. based on the reaction that you're getting from the women around you i see yeah yeah mm. like do you not that. zone out though when you're doing these things online because i you know when i'm doing these long now i'm going to let our big secret when i'm oh doing dear all these, all these yoga courses online and sometimes it's 36 people online and we each have to yeah kind of i think that's too many though isn't it I literally start yeah. just losing the plot yeah, yeah. But i think that's the same with any women's circle it, whether it's online or you're in a group yeah, i think you don't want too many, want too many yeah. do you you've yeah. kind of got yeah. to limit numbers yeah, yeah 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 so yeah oh well great phoenix thank you so much for oh. um speaking to us today thank you for listening to our episode on women's circles if you liked it please do subscribe see you next time